Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Field Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex alongside me, the inside of the insiders, Tyler Keel. That's my name. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Got him! Let's go, boys! There's a goal horn in the background. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Stylish teacher stars. I'm just. I'm. Can we just say, if for all of the goal horns that are this year, I love Toronto's because it's just like just so funny. It's Hall and Oates. Uh-huh. Okay, but then Dallas. I mean, just, it's it's kind of it's kind of stupid, but okay. well, it's. It's a dumb kind of funny. Well, it's like when Can when Team Canada in the World Cup of Hockey had mm. the Weedem Boys, holla holla, you know, Weedem Boys, you know that, you know that. Dumb well, that thing. was more hype than that. Well, the holla, no, okay, it's just <clears throat> funny. it's like when they do it's all right, it's all right, it's coming on. It's, it's that's it's, after the game. I know, but like those are like during the game, you gotta stay hype. You gotta be like, oh yeah, we just scored, baby. Yeah, Woo! come on, baby. Or I mean. If you no, also no, think about no, it, you're not gonna play. It. If you're like gritty, no. you could be like, <gasps> "We scored." Hey, gritty, it's time to go. Okay. <laughs> Woo! I hate Philly. Zamboni so dust, baby. I hate Philly so much. Woo! See, you gotta get hype into it. If you score a goal, you gotta get. Okay. Hype. Well, they had Monster Truck by. Um, well, they had Monster Truck song last year, The Enforcer, which is funny because you know Matt Martin used to score. But I mean, you, they need. Yes, I know they need. You can't have funny stuff, Tyler. Got to have hype stuff. Right. That's why Pantera. That that song's like they've had that goal song. Pantera. They've actually had. I think the Rangers goal song is the older one. Is older than that because that was the Dallas Star song was created before they went to the finals. The, year, mean, the year they went to the, the year the year they won the cup in '99. I mean, I still think that's what Dave Mantis Dallas Stars should use the Hay song because the Griffins use the Hay song with the Dallas Stars goal horn. No, but. they don't do it anymore. Uh, is it still the Adam Cole song? No. You just went to a game. What song was it this year? It was... Um, they got rid of the Adam Cole song finally, though? Yes. Thank goodness! No, the... Uh, or Adam Rose. Adam Rose, not Adam Cole. Adam Cole... Eh, that won't be a goal song. No. Sure. <laughs> See, that's not a goal song. No, it was Kenny Omega. Really? That's a goal song? I texted well, you. I didn't understand it. I was like, dude, the, the the Griffins are coming on the ice. Actually, no, scratch that. Their entrance music was Kenny Omega. Their entrance music was Kenny Omega, but their goal horn was Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who is in charge? I want to be. I want to meet this DJ. It was Rainmaker. And him and, him and I are going to have a conversation. No, we can't play. We're going to get copyright. No, no we're not. Yes, we are. By who? By everybody. Um, now I got to meet this guy because I want to know. Like, I want to have a talk with him because I want to ask him. You know, like BT and all that stuff. He's got to be a fan. Well, yeah, but you know, you're not just coming up with the, like. I am going to come up with all wrestling music. Can we play? Some? No, I mean wrestling. Wrestling music. Everyone right now is listening and they're like, who are you talking about? Ken- who's Kenny Omega? The best wrestler in the world. Who's Kyushiko Okada? The most Japanese Hulk Hogan you can ever meet. Are, are you starting it or what? I- it's just very epic. That's their goal song? Huh. I gotta go to the game now. Well, that's what I was gonna I was gonna check the schedule when I got home yesterday. But uh, whatever, I'll get to it later. And oh yeah, whoever the goalie was. <clears throat> they did the like Peter Morazic thing where they had like a different song for the goalie. 
Oh no no no! Whoop, whoop. They they did whoop, whoop. they did they really did Marty Skrulls? I'm telling you, <laughs> Ring of Honor is coming to Van Andel Arena. It's happening. No, the guy's just a huge wrestling fan. Is what no, it is. It, no, 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 no. Think about it. WWE comes to Van Andel Arena all the time. What do they do? Bobby Roode, Finn Balor's theme. They do WWE stuff. Now he's playing Ring of Honor stuff. I'm just saying. Now I'm looking it up. Whoop, whoop. I gotta see their schedule now. I gotta look at the Ring of Honor schedule. I just have to. Whoop, whoop. Um. So in hockey news. Uh, oh, first before we uh, get too far into it, we must give a shout out. Western University Mustangs. Good old London. Uh, my second Canadian school. Uh, if I would N- be able not to, to be cons- not to be uh, construed with the Western Michigan Broncos. Yes, the Western Michigan, the Western University <laughs> Mustangs. Uh, advanced to the Vanier Cup after beating Saskatchewan this past week, and they will take on Laval. They won Laval. Laval. They played Laval. Laval, Laval. Um, they will play them for the Vanier Cup this... And they're undefeated. 21, 22, 23. Play them Saturday. Yeah, and they're undefeated. They are undefeated. And they won it last year. Hopefully they do it again. Good luck there, Mustangs. Hopefully you guys do well. Um, bring them back home. That would have been the second Canadian school I would have gone to behind Ryerson. Yeah, I completely all any people that actually like Western out there are like, hey, look at that! I give it. You like Ryerson? They don't even have a football team. Yes, because you tell me where they're gonna have a football team in Toronto, except for BMO, but obviously that's been used enough. Their hockey team's actually doing really well right now. I think they only have like two losses. Ryerson, I am losing you. I can tell. <laughs> you are lost. You are you are not a U Sports guy. No, um, I pay attention to the one that matters. Speaking of losing it, Alex. He's not losing it. Joel Quimble's a badass. <laughs> yes! Woo! Yeah! It's not, it's not even Chicago. It's the, You're right. <laughs> no, leave it. Leave it. So all, all I'm saying is so the guy's they, having fun. Leave me. So Joel Quinville recently fired head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. Joel Quinville was spotted in the parking lot tailgating. I'm gonna need some water for the Sunday night football game against the Vikings past Sunday. And uh, apparently some guy had one of those rows of shot skis, right? And someone's like, because you can tell it's Joel Quimble. He's got the stash. He's good. And he's like, hey, Joel, hey, Coach Q, can you come over? And he did a shot ski with these fans just randomly. No, that's not how that worked. You have to, you have to understand. <clears throat> these are football fans. They're not cordial. They don't ask questions. Q! Wait, uh, which, no, oh, no, 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 no. Hey, Joe, can no. you come over here and... Uh, no, no, turn no, to Boston. No, Tyler, uh, this, this is what happened. Turn to my you have to understand. This was probably some suburban Chicago person, like somebody from the sub- suburbs of Chicago, wants to go Alex have Hersky some super fans. Wants to go have some fun, go tailgating with the boys. All of a sudden, Joel Quinville, you see him. Holy cow, by your Joel Quinville! You want to do some shots, Bob? Shotskis! Shotskis! And that's how that works. All right. If your ears are not blasted out the first five minutes of the show, well, good for you. Good for you. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> gosh, like, will you calm it down? Good Lord. Do we play? When do we play Dallas? That's don't know. Don't care. Um, as long, unless it's in Dallas and they, they just turn up the horn like to 100. <laughs> now they're just going to blast the heck out of it. And the best part is like people are like, who's who? Like they understand the song. I'm like people don't remember that. It's by Pantera. You know what, Tyler? <clears throat> oh, no. No, stop it. I think we should stop this entire episode nope. and just go and rank all 31 NHL goal horns. We can do that next week. Deal. Next week? Okay. Next week. I'm next week's episode, 31 goal horns. 
Okay. Actually, no. Okay, Brian, five or six. Yeah, no, 30, 31 goal horns. Because we can't rate the uh, Seattle goal horn yet. Oh, it's Seattle's beat. If it's not smells like Teen Spirit or or um, Even Flow, yeah, those would work, wouldn't they? Dude, it'd be Even Flow. You want to know why? Because Pearl Jam's on their, like, retirement tour right now. Oh, that's right. That's why I Even that. So you get the point. These people are so they're turned off our episode. This is gonna no, be, they're turned on. This is gonna be the we're least. getting horny. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be <laughs> horny. <laughs> get it? Cause horns like the, the goal horns. You missed it, Alex. You just went right into the song. And... Oh well, fine. I'll go <laughs> horny. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just want Gritty to beat the person of the year. Oh yeah, that was that was great. That was that was gritty. No, no, no. no I tried. Um, so gritty, gritty's uh, gritty's Twitter. If you don't follow it yet, uh, go. You're go on your on. phone right now. Just you know, you can exit out of the SoundCloud app or Google Play app or iTunes app, whatever you're listening to us on. You can back out of it and then go to Twitter and like it because my goodness. If well, you no, you even well with SoundCloud, you can just listen to it. Just no, I'm saying you can back out of the. You can, go to your. Li- you'll be listening to it while listening to us. Go to your home screen on your smartphone or your whatever. Go device. to Twitter. Go to Twitter. If you're if you're not on Twitter, first of all, how'd you find this? <laughs> how did you find us? Uh, um, SoundCloud. And then also, yes, because people go, go right to uh, just look up Gritty G R I T T Y. Wait, hold on. Let, let me make sure of this because there are <clears throat> there is a fake account. There is a fake Gritty account. Okay. Oh. Well, the real one. Go to that one. I'm gonna find it now. And you will get to see the it's beautiful. At, it's at Gritty NHL, not. At NHL Gritty. Gritty NHL. That's the way it goes. Please make sure you do that or else you'll be... Uh... That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are killing me. Can that please be the He did of... this before the show. He's like, hey, I got an idea. And I'm like, well, I'm just not paying attention. To I'm like, oh, my gosh. Scared the crap out of you. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, Alex. I need to pair of Name of the episode. We're getting horny. <laughs> yeah, nah, ain't gonna happen. Um, anyways, back to... Uh... Go horns and shotskis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Goal horns and shotskis. So the Leafs just came back. They won last night against Columbus. Uh, We can maybe get to that game in a second. They won at home. Good job. They, yeah, finally. They're finally above 500 at home ever since the opening night. Uh, (laughs) They they swept the California trip, which they have not done since 1995. Just for everyone's record to know that. And that was the that was the ninety five ninety six season. So yeah, way back when when video games for NHL sounded like that was ninety four ninety six had a completely different soundtrack. We're talking ninety five. No ninety no you're thinking ninety no ninety four is one you're saying ninety five did not have the same one as ninety four. They change, they up they do update that. They may have not updated the gameplay in those few years, but when Jeremy Roenick was king. <laughs> Jeremy Roenick was king, and then Jeremy Roenick decided to play Philly and score against him. And Luke Robitaille played for L.A. <clears throat> Luke Robitaille, yeah, the team he runs now. Um, anyways, long story short, Garrett Sparks got the back, the second half back back against Anaheim. Now, yes, Anaheim is not a team that puts up a lot of shots, puts up a lot of goals, but my goodness, did the Leafs look gassed in that game. Garrett Sparks probably, I mean, well, okay, he's only started a few games. 
So therefore, saying that that was his best start is kind of it would be that would have been his fourth start of the season, his third win, and he played phenomenal. Now, <laughs> phenomenal. Yes, phenomenal, Alex. Your favorite word. They never would have guessed it. Nobody would have ever guessed it. Um, and they're gonna play. They have a game Saturday night. Uh, they play Friday, so they have Columbus Friday, and my goodness, I think it's Montreal Saturday. Let me check now. Now I have to. This is something I have to look. Um, because I mean, Sparks is gonna get one of the two. And you think Alex with games like the, the way he played? Do you think? Oh wow, it is Philadelphia. All right, make sure we don't bash Philly today, Alex. All right, Philly, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it's, uh, Alex, it's in Toronto. It's in Toronto. All right, give no, me five seconds. You're not gonna. No, Alex, you hate the Hall and Oates song. Why would you put it up? Uh, Leave it. Anyways, um, you have Philly who's struggling, and then Columbus who played out outplayed the Leafs last night. Let's be honest. And Freddie Anderson played amazing. But obviously, so Sparks is going to get one of these two. But I, you got to start thinking that Sparks, if he can keep on this run, if he keeps getting more consistent starts, yeah, he's going to play more. And he's got to get games where it's not just a back-to-back, like it was with backup Henny. It's well, got to be – he's got to – like, if you play St. Louis right now, which we'll talk about later, or uh, – well, I'm just – like, teams like that, like lesser teams, you got to uh, consider putting Sparks against him. St. Louis beat us, dude. Yes, because we took them lightly and we bashed them that week. We make sure we just can't bash so, them that So week you're out. telling me we're going to take them lightly by putting Garrett Sparks in, and then we're going to lose, like we did last time. No, when we took them lightly, put Garrett Sparks in, and they just went ham. No, no that, was, that wasn't Sparks. That was Freddy. It was Freddy in that game. Well, even worse. So like, you're telling me if we put in Garrett Sparks, it's just going to get better. Okay. Well, like sure, we, sure we, Bob. Like, sure, Bob. Well, uh, a couple weeks we play New Jersey. Well, that's oh, that's God. that's kind of a ways to go. New I don't York. know. It's, listen, I understand it's always hard to take a team lightly, but you have to give Sparks more starts, Alex. I don't want to, though. But, Alex, I we've don't seen, what, trust we've seen what's happened the last couple of years. Freddie gets overworked, and by the playoffs come around, yes, he'll have one or two games in a series where he can stand on his head. However, you can't do that if you want to make it to the cup. But I don't exp- I don't trust him to hold my doggy bag. But you trust back a penny, didn't you? How long did that take? That, uh, took, a, that took a couple games. No. He well, okay, had- you're right. He came in and did well. But here's the thing. Sparks came in, did well, but did his job, here's the sat thing. down. Here's the thing. Backapenny was meant to do that. He's meant to play less than 20 games a season. Sparks is a starter. That's why he was always so good with the Marlies well, last year because he played 45 games a year or 40 games a season. Well, here's another thing, Ty. He Backapenny did his job. You're right. He's he made good plays, and when they when they just he, like Anderson was in net. If there's a situation where he can't make a save, he didn't make a save. Well, and that's and, the, but and it. There wasn't a time period necessarily where I was thinking, "Oh, I don't really trust this guy in that because I'd rather because I, I took I took him over Pickard anytime." And then there was no, time, it was a, and then there was, was it was him or um, oh, it was a Yo- yeah, he took Jonas Enroth's job, so that didn't mean a whole lot. But, but I understand what you're saying though. All but I'm saying we is have this. to give him a chance. We we can't. There were times in. Last season, where I trusted him over Anderson, because Anderson was looking tired, he looked gassed, and I was just like, but, just throw McElhaney in there. And, but here's the problem: Babcock didn't have the same trust in Backapenny. That's why I think Babcock's kind of got to go out of his comfort zone right now. And ah, yes, go out of your comfort zone when you have less talent in the back burner. Good job. Well, 
you you have to get him more starts. If Sparks, if you want, uh, Alex, I'm just saying, it was the same problem with Reimer. You put him on the back burner at the time when he was starting the majority of the games for the Leafs when Bernier came in, and guess what? It affected his confidence. Now Reimer's used to playing backup, so he can play with Luongo right now. So he, he's he's be, he's in that role of being a backup. But at the time when Reimer came into the Leafs first, he was a starter with the Marlies. <clears throat> he played the majority of the games. Yeah, well, all I can say is this. I'm happy he's in Carolina now. I'm talking about not so backup, Amy. More like start him, please, Amy. Oh no, Carolina, baby! The Crusades. Hey, they they won again. I, okay, can we can we re- can everyone stop ripping on Carolina selling? You see this? These guys on Twitter. Oh, this is so dumb. What's the point of this? It's so childish. So uh, grow up, whatever. Oh my gosh! You also have to look at the other side of Twitter. That's like, this is awesome. Well, no, everyone's th- everyone thinks it's annoying because I'm like, here's the problem. People aren't ready for Carolina to win 30 games yet. <laughs> they're just not ready to lose to Carolina. That They're not ready to realize... All these guys are probably fans of teams that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they celebrate Ugh, that. We cl- lost in their... Classless. Oh my gosh, they're having fun. Exactly. You're telling... Yes. Why do you think I like them so much? Because they're fun. Because they were they really fire bad their coach. a bad team. <laughs> you want to cheer for a bad team, and that's the team you picked? I mean, you picked Toronto. Ooh. Yes, I did. Ooh. I was a fan of the bad times. <laughs> That's why when I saw that Mike Van Ryan jersey and that Sick Kids commercial, I was like, that guy or girl, whoever you are, you know. Because they, they know what it's like. Because then you really might know what it's like. That song is about abortion. <laughs> <laughs> you really had to go there. I mean. Anyways, moving on. Um, but, no. Garrett Sparks. He's got to play more. He really has to. If you want, if you want Freddie to be healthy enough, you're gonna have to. Like I said, well, just don't forget, Alex. Craig Bellington, the backup for Patrick Waugh in the late nineties. You're losing me. No, losing. you already lost me. He. No. There were years where he went less than five hundred. I'm not kidding. That's Tyler, I wasn't even alive. You, you lost just, me. You just need a guy that can play to give Freddie a break. He may not win you every game, but he can keep your team in it. Matt backup Penny somehow won games by himself. There were times. But if yeah. you want Sparks to be able to do that and be confident enough in his abilities to do that, he has to play more. You can't play him once or twice a month. I'm sorry. That can't that happen. All I'm happen. saying is this. There's a reason why he stayed with the Marlies for so long. And he stayed down there for so long. Because <laughs> Lou Lamarello wouldn't want him up. Exactly. But because Dubis, here's the thing. Dubis, saw, Dubis him. saw him. He's like, yeah, we're just going to keep developing him, keep developing And he's still not developed. Well, he's How three- long has he been in the Toronto Maple Leafs organization? Like what? Uh, no, we were in oh, freshman year of college because we went. He played in the New so, Year's Eve game. So about five years. Yes. Yeah, five years. Still not developed. Still not NHL worthy. Barely. I, you don't know. We don't know, Alex. He's only played four games this season. The last time we saw him, he was hurt. <laughs> when I saw him play, he had a pulled groin. The only reason why they put him in is because they knew he was going to lose when he was hurt, and that Bernie was healthy. I'm just saying, if you want him to get better, he needs experience. That's why I was so bummed when Calvin Pickard only played one game last year because he looked good. He looked good in that one game. Why not give him a shot? I don't know. Yeah. It would well, have been. You have to play him. If you want him to get better, if you want to have faith in him, to gain trust in him, you're going to have to trust him to at least put a couple good games together. We'll see this weekend, whether he plays Friday or Saturday. We will see Philly or Columbus. Whether it's at home, I don't know. But you got to give him a chance. you got to give him more The games. game is in Columbus, isn't it? Friday's in Columbus. Don't put him in that night. So you want him Saturday against Philadelphia. All I'm saying is that Colum- Calvin Pickard versus Garrett Sparks. 
Oh, my Lanta. All I'm saying... The say- waiver wire against each other. Let's go. All I'm saying is this. I don't know how well the Columbus economy is doing right now, and I think they need to save their munitions. You think... Oh, okay. yeah, because you know what? No more cameras. You see, it's funny because it's whenever a- Columbus scores, they have a cannon. <laughs> they have a cannon that goes off, and uh, yeah. You want to save money for them. Yeah, good job, Alex. Good way to think about people other than yourself. Exactly. Selfish bastard. Um, back to some injury news that happened. Uh, ben Bishop's hurt again. Shh. Hawker. <laughs> Shocker. Okay. That's not a five-finger death punch. That's a three-finger... Nah. Day-to-day with soft tissue damage, lower body injury. And it's um, pretty typical of a goalie. Typical Ben Bishop. He's had hip... He's, I don't know who's... Okay, do I have worse hip and leg problems than he does? Mm, no, you probably... He plays more. That's true. He's still, he's still an I'm, active goaltender. I'm pretty sure if you were doing all the stuff that he does on a day-to-day basis your hips would be shot. You would be hurt. You would be dead. See, that's we, why I never, that's why I like. Your, your daily routine would have to start off with a news uh, update with our favorite friend from under the seas, our uh, resident sea urchin. Broken, broken. Broken, broken. <laughs> See, that's why whenever, like when we play, obviously in college, you only play Friday and Saturdays. On Sundays, I would literally just go in the hot tub and just sit there. For you see, but that's not good for you. You need a cold bath. Ice bath, boys. Hot? No, it made me feel better. <laughs> because I was uh, having, a, having a drink or two while I was in there. But nonetheless. And um, that's why you sucked. Uh, that was my sophomore year. Um, you also have to remember, you're dehydrating yourself, and then you're drinking alcohol, which just... Well, that's why sleep. Monday through the rest of the week, I was fine. <laughs> so you drank your sorrows away. He's like, man, I'm so crap. I'm no, gonna- that was the that was the that was my first college try. That was Aquinas. That was that first game. That's- <laughs> but enough about my personal demons. Um, talking about personal demons, let's talk about another demon, Patrice Bergeron. Uh, really? Four weeks. Really? Yep. Okay. He's uh, a demon until he plays for Canada. No, that's Marshan. Both Bergeron. I don't hate. I just hate when we play him. Marshan, I hate. Unless he's wearing a leaf. I don't hate Marshawn. See, that's where you and I have an issue. Anyway. Okay, hold on. I don't... Are we going to get into this? Every time that he's not playing a team that I'm rooting for, it's funny. Oh, yes, Alex. It's funny when you just take your stick and go, wham, right into the groin. Dude, have you seen his, like, antics from the box lately? He's just getting fines left and right. You would have loved Sean Avery, man, in his prime. I did like Sean Avery during his prime. Oh, my goodness. Him and Marty Broder, New Jersey versus New York. You just have Sean Avery sitting in front of the net. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's an art form, Ty. It's pissing people off. Fa-fa. Yes, and you are fantastic at it. Exactly. Why do you think I like it so much? Why do you think I'm still... Why are you still my host? I want a new host. Bartender, we need another one. No, we're not doing this live from a bar, by the way. No. I wish, I wish we had a bar. That'd be great. Hey, just... Anyways. Um, we'll have to do this at Bumps. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, Graham wouldn't hear us. <laughs> she wouldn't. Uh, no Wi-Fi, though. That's a problem, I think. She doesn't have Wi-Fi? It ain't probably ain't good in the basement. Um... <laughs> But Patrice Bergeron's out four weeks with a rib injury. Yep. 
He got injured in the second period of Friday's game versus Dallas. Don't you do it, Alex. Do it! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not again. Stop the madness. What did you say? No, no, seriously, what did you say? I'm not speaking. No! I didn't say anything. Okay. Anyways. Um, he got hurt, and, you know, he's out four weeks of the rib injury, and for... Patrice Bergeron, it's got to be bad. Bergeron will play through a lot. Well, you, you also have to remember, this is early season, regular season play. This is not playoff contention, stuff uh, like yeah, that. What, what was it? Game six of the 2013 Cup. You had like a bruised lung, broken ribs, uh, some type of liver <laughs> disease or something. You had like everything wrong with his body and he still played. But then he got sent to the hospital right after because he couldn't walk or something like that. This guy's a trooper, so it's got to be something big to take him out of the lineup. And I mean, now sorry, now that top line for Boston's only Marshan and Pasternak. Oh God forbid! Oh no! For four weeks, and I think we actually we play Boston. Uh, at least play Boston next Monday. Next Monday, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm happy for it, but I mean, I mean, Berger. He'll be fine when he comes back and stuff like that. So I am going to be intrigued of how Boston's going to adapt. And here's the thing. Boston is still pretty much a one-line team. I Yeah. I mean, well, also you have to also remember that. <clears throat> well, Jake, not, Debrus- not, I mean, not, Jake DeBrusque is coming along and stuff well, like not, that. But in terms of depth, well, here's the thing, it's though. very shallow. Patrice Bergeron's out four weeks. Um, how... Is there more? Uh, Sedan Achara is out for four weeks with his MCL. Well, Rask okay. is at home. No, he's back. Is he back? Yeah, he came back shortly after. Oh. Um, but no. But, but, uh, but still, you're... Well, Chara being out, is that... Okay. Is it... Okay. But Bruins fans out there are going to cry bloody murder at me, but... They don't listen to us. Is Who it cares? really a loss? Yes. He can't skate. Now, here's the worst part. It's an MCL injury. So that means he's not going to be able to, he's going to skate slower than he does now. Which is like trying to move a tree. Dude, he still has like That a, is stuck in the ground now. He still has a six-foot hockey stick. That's great. Here's the problem. You can skate around it. Until the playoffs, Chara for me is not an X factor. Until oh, of course play- he until is. Until playoff rules apply where you can slash cross-check, hold, grab, the no, whole nine dude, yards. Dude, 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 think about it. Think about what? You're saying you can skate around Char. Yes, you can. Okay. How's that going to work in front of the net? You're saying you can't. Nothing. Here's the thing. What is he, he going to do? Hit you? He's going to push you out of the way? And then you can go around him. He can't hold up. He can't hold you up. He, 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 he can is, move you, He though. is so immobile, Alex. But he's got the six-foot stick. He, can, he has those... But this is one thing that people don't realize. This is why Zidane Chara, as as big as he is, he's not one of those big guys where he doesn't know how to stick handle. He's got stick skills. He knows how to get his stick in there. He doesn't need to slash, grab, and hook and all this stuff that you're saying. He knows how to because yes. he's big and he knows how to utilize himself. And he's but like he does want to do. But yes. at the same time, he knows how to use his stick, and he knows he. There's a reason why he's been in this league for so long, doing. Not only the same stuff that he's been doing for so long, but also evolving. There's a reason why he's in, he is like high class, prestige class of a defenseman. Because 
Every single year, he changes like one or two things, and it screws people up every year. He's still so so this so this year he may take like two inches off his stick, and it's and it'll work better for him because he'll have less weight on the back end, and he'll just do more about it. I don't he it's he's a good defenseman. I don't. Okay, I don't. Would you be saying the same stuff if he was, if he was a Toronto Maple Leaf? Listen, that's would, my question. Is uh, it just because he plays for Boston? It's you watch him, Alex. It was like with Polak. <clears throat> Until he got to the playoffs, Polak was useless. Da, da, da. Y- y- oh, you're Roman t- Polak and Sajana Char are not the same thing. I, what I'm t- that's like saying Roman Polak and Matt but, Martin are the same player. That's like saying but that Alex, they were you. Chara is he is nowhere near. A def- he's, okay, yeah, he was plus he's, twenty-two last year. But then again, that's what happens when you're playing with that Marshan line. Okay. Okay. So and Rask was playing. I get. It. I understand. He's not the fastest player. Neither is Ron Hainsey. Okay. Okay. Don't get me started on Ron Hainsey. Ron Hainsey. That's a Z- defenseman that should not be in the lineup anymore. Ron Hainsey and Zdeno Chara are probably the same speed, right? But Zdeno Chara is nah, far more effective. I'm not sure that one. Uh, okay, fun. fine. Maybe Zdeno Chara's. Slower than Ron Hainsey. I would concur with that. Okay. So, you're t- so, 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 how, so how is Zidane Chara in the regular season far better than Ron Hainsey? Because he's got skill. He knows how to play his role. He knows his role is to stay on the backside because he's playing. Like, who's his line mate? He usually plays with uh, Krug, right? Either yes, Krug, yeah. either yeah, Krug or sometimes just, McQuaid. Yeah, Krug can go up the ice. McQuaid, if him and McQuaid exactly. are out there, that's like stone feet. Exactly. So you have you already have one defenseman out there in Krug, in Tori Krug, who can move his feet like the Dickens, and then you have another guy that his sole purpose is just get his stick in the way. That's all he's got to do. All he's got to do is stay back, get his stick in the way, and make sure that scoring chances don't happen. That's it. You have four forwards and one defenseman that takes up two spots. You got six players out there. Yes, I know. That's how it works. That's I, why Boston is good. Well, Boston's good because Halak and Tuka are playing really well right now. They're not scoring. Well, it's as not much. just goalies though. But, you have the, to but un- they are not scoring as much. Like, dude, the Islanders are scoring more than they are. But you don't need to. Look at look at the. New they York are Island. as dominant as they are have been in the past, and I've said this so many years about Chara. I just the fact that he's. Still in the NHL is because he's reli- he can he can be at times reliable. However, there are so many flaws in him now. And the fact that he is losing even more of a step with this injury, he's lost step over so many years. So this isn't, like I said, this is not the Zidane Ochara we saw in the 2011 finals. He's, Correct. But at the same time... He's 41 years old, it doesn't, six foot nine. The fact that he can still move with the kind of player he's been for this long, since the 90s, Alex... That's the part that is so surprising to me is that he's held up for this long. Exactly. Because he's an elite athlete. He's a tall tree, but he's a mobile tree. Uh, that tree's getting slower and slower every year. That's okay. Eventually, it's just going to come to a stop, and you'll see it, and it's not going to look good. I don't know when it's going to be. It could be now. It could be a year from now, two years from now. Here's the thing. But Z- it's Z- going Z- to Zidane Ochara will know when it's time to stop because at that point, he'll be like, I, I just, there's nothing more he can do. What what has he not done? He's won a Stanley Cup. He's never come close to a gold medal, but that's because he plays for Slovakia. Yeah. Um, 
can't really think what he hasn't done. He's never. He's a great player. I don't think he's ever won. There's the nothing you can take away from him. You can say, you can say he's a slow guy all you want, but you know what? He's still. Oh, he's an RFA. He's a UFA next year. Well, there's that. Yeah. Him and McAvoy are both. Geez, him and McAvoy are both in IR. That's not good. They'll be Mac, fine because McAvoy's in a contract year too. They'll be fine. Um. But you know who's not fine? Who's their defenseman? Tory Krug, hey, Matt Grossig, and then a bunch of names Ty. I'm pretty sure were made up. I'm not done talking here. Uh, You're just listing off stupid names at this point. I'm just looking at the players that Boston has. We got David Backus still playing in this league for another six million for another three more years. Uh, Brad Marchand Tyler. signed for tickety two. Tyler. I'm not done yet. I'm trying to see what Boston's lineup's like. I'm just trying to keep myself. I'm trying to keep this show going because I've got a time crunch here. Ah, uh, you're fine. Um. You know who's not going to be fine? Oh, no. Don't Vincent, say Vincent Trocek's leg. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> I, I literally... Is this a bad week for legs? Uh, is, like, this I was bad. literally drinking my coffee when I when I rewatched that video before this episode, and I about puked. That was I a, about puked. So, Vincent Trocek, uh, who's the Ottawa center he was going in the corner with? Oh, I forget, but... For, for those of you that are, wasn't are unaware... Wasn't Go on YouTube. And this this isn't for the faint of heart. List, look up well, okay, Vincent, Tro- okay. Vincent Trocheck leg injury. It's not as bad as Alex Smith's from the Washington Redskins. I don't care. Um, Trocheck leg. Do we have like a definite like what happened to him? Uh, Ryan Dezingle went in the corner with what? His, okay, what? what happened though? Okay, so is it a broken ankle? Do we have a knee problem that here? That was a knee. Uh, it's severe ligament damage to the knee. It's going to be out long term. The surgery is going to take a long time. He's done for the year. Yes, and probably most of it in the next year because this is this is not a broken. This is not just a muscle. I, I don't know exactly what happened with the bone. I think it's uh, where's Dragger? Dragger. I just saw something on it. Um, Dragger, this is like the time when Steve Eisenman got his knee hurt. Okay, you have to be more specific, Alex. Okay. Okay, when the he, first one. Uh back in the uh was that eighties or early nineties? Early nineties. He jammed it pretty good. Uh when he was out for a long time. It was more or less a muscle, wasn't it? Needless to say, I just oh god. I, I I hate looking at those kind of plays and I don't I really dislike I don't like watching people get injured. Well, so what happens is... The only time that... Well, let's, it, let's, let's just go through it for the people at home here. Vincent Trocek's going hard into the corner. He is battling with Ryan Dezingle, and Dezingle's leg got caught rut in the ice, it looked like, and he started falling back, and unfortunately his right foot didn't go out in front. It stayed there. You, Trocek. Trocek. Trocek's leg. Trocek. What did I say, Dezingle's? Yes. Sorry. Trocek's leg went the wrong way. Well, excuse me. It bent. However, it bent in such a way... That it's it was not proper. Well, remember we talked about Eric Hall's knee injury while we were watching the game. Remember the Leafs in Vegas uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, remember when you guys foot caught the boards. Um, Trocek fell awkwardly. Let's see. I'm trying to see where it just wasn't good. It's a significant. Dreger said to be out long term after the surgery will repair significant damage to his leg. No duh. Here's the worst thing about it. Like he's one of their top scorers. Well, that and also the fact that. With an injury like that, when it happens, automatically he was screaming. He was just, he was sitting there. Well, he tried to get up. Well, yeah. There's the problem. You can see the fact that his, it wasn't like he was. It's like, like he was trying to run away from the pain at that point. 
Here's the problem. You can see him try to get up. Unfortunately, he realized that, oh, I cannot move the bottom half of my leg. That's the problem. That's what he noticed. He, you can see him try to get up because you can probably feel his leg, his right leg. But he couldn't feel his, he couldn't feel, he couldn't, he did not No, he any, felt it. But, well, yeah. He felt it. But he he felt, couldn't move it, but he felt it. But he thought he could move. Like, there's, it's got to, there's no official word on which part of it's damaged. It's just not. It's, it, there's no. He's gonna have to have reconstructive surgery. I'm telling you this right now. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look for an actual termin. Uh, injury taken off the ice. Uh, injury update. Twenty hours ago. That does not help at all. Well, let's check it out. Let's see what it says. Because I, I just want to know if there's if it's a specific part of the leg. Um, leg injuries. Some lower body injury. Uh, yes, lower body injury. Thank you, guys. The, the I, as, I don't think as of right now, there's nothing really that, that they, they can specifically report because it's going to be more than one thing. He's going to have to like have full knee surgery, reconstruction. Okay, well, I, it's going to be my fear. Cartilage that is bone. ligaments. My fear bones. That is, I don't think it's bone, but that's my one fear. Like Alex Smith is going to be done for two more. If he's not done for his career, the Washington Redskins quarterback, then his leg snapped. He's if he's not done for his career, he's gone for a long, long time. Well, yeah, but, but here's the thing: Bark, B- bones or, heal, bones heal. They take a while, but they heal. Snapping a bone in half? Yeah, that's, that's why I'm. That's my one concern. It's a, if it's an, if it's like a fractured knee, okay, then that can eventually will come back around. But it'll, it's like I said, it's mainly it's like going to take it's a mainly while. Mainly, it seems like muscle damage. I have not seen anything yet on what kind of what muscle. If it's it looks like ACL or ACL and meniscus. Well, you're not your biggest problem right there is it's not going to be muscle damage. You're thinking cartilage damage. I'm hoping ten, that's like, why I'm hoping it's just muscle damage. It's not. Well, we it's, we we don't know. It's, from the look of it, no, it's more. I would bring in Kelly for this. Unfortunately, she said knees are not her her forte, so uh, we'll leave her out. I mean, that's our forte because we our knees are broken. Like, well, we know they're broken. We just don't know how they're broken. Um, so that's not good. Yeah, but we're gonna take a quick break. We're going to take our quick break and have the commercial done by none other than Tyler Keel with Seat Giant, and then we will go into the epic, and I mean epic, Battle of Alberta. We will come back right after the commercial break. Hey guys, Tyler here. I love going to games, but buying tickets at the box office sometimes can just be too expensive for me. That's why I use Seat Giant when I want to go to a game. They'll show me the best seats that are available and at better prices than some of the other sites. You can also use Seat Giant for other events like concerts, theater, and more. If you want an even better deal, use the promo code TKP and you'll get 3% off all of American orders on SeatGiant.com and 5% off Canadian orders on SeatGiant.ca. Remember, the promo code is TKP and make Seat Giant your destination to get the best seats at the best prices. And we're back. Thank you, Tyler, for that great, 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 great. Seatjack, seatjack.com, seatjack.com. Your seats that are maybe giant if they're in the lower bowl. Yeah, maybe giant. If they're in the upper bowl, they're probably a little tight. Yeah, probably. Anyway. I mean, especially talking about when you're thinking about a, a saddle dome. Ooh. Because, you know, they're, they, they, they're in the need of a new barn. Wasn't the game at... Or no, it wasn't. It was Cal- in Calgary. You're right, it wasn't Calgary. Yeah, because so, they're wearing their retro sweaters. So Calgary and Edmonton. They heard a whole lot of this. 
Okay, here's the All final right. thing. I got, what was the final score of that game again? Uh, it was 4-2. to two. Okay, so it wasn't that big of a game. Or it wasn't that big of a butt whooping like I thought it was. Yeah, it was more like, well, you know, was some- it was more like... Aw, oh, dang it. Will you stop with the gold horns? Aw, oh, dang it. Let me, take away your, let me take away your microphone privileges. And then, finally, last but not least... You're done. Anyways, so the game starts off pretty quickly. Big hits right off the draw, right off the opening phase, the first minute. Guys are throwing bodies. I'm like, all right, Battle of Alberta, except, you know, it's one team that's actually good, one team that's absolute garbage. Zero seconds, Elias Lindholm. Oh, my God. Stop Stop it. Anyways. If you you want something to do in your life, if you have nothing to do, go on to TSN. If you have no life. Go to TSN. A, listen to us, and B... Follow the play-by-play. I'm not talking like commentary. It's I'm talking the, it's the la- it's what the- happened. <coughs> Every play. A face-off win, a pass, a body check, a dump in, a shot, it's, a goal, it's- a body check, a face-off. Tyler, Tyler, calm down, calm down. I'm trying to explain what to expect. It's the game Sadness lock. and boring. TSN does this thing called well, the game and lock. Everyone does. NHL, Sportsnet, you don't have to be. I'm, s- I'm, just, I'm just saying. You're, you just pick one site and you just go with it. Exactly. I, I am universal. I look no, every, you're not. You're right. You're like, it's the three letter I've broadcasting. Never, I've never, I don't say that. Yes, you did. I've never said that. Yes, you have. I've never said that. Bush League. Never said it. Softball. Fish fight. All right, let's get to the game, can we, please? You're on a... You're, in, you're, you're right. Let's get 10 more seconds of this one. Ryan Spooner commits a hit against Travis Hammock. So, first penalty of the game, under two minutes, and Leo and Dreisaitl goes after Matthew Kachuk. This is a name you'll hear quite often. Then Sam Bennett gets into a fight with Darnell Nurse. I don't know if that was a good idea or a bad idea, but he did what he had to do. And then, let's see, Backlund goes for... So, Backlund and Connor McDavid decide to grab each other and punch each other. That makes them coincidental minors. Leon Dreisaitl goes... This is all one time. Backlund and McDavid both go off coincidental minors. Leon Dreisaitl gets in sportsmanlike conduct. And then, at the end of the period, a little bit of a... A bit of a... a fisticuffs? A little bit of a... A little bit of a scuffle. You're trying to... You're trying to count penalty minutes, aren't you? You're trying to do math over here. I'll 27 minutes of penalties by Edmonton alone. Oh. In the first period. Oh. Interesting. So, so okay, so right at the end of the, you know, 11 seconds left, Sam Bennett goes after Zach Cassian. Yep. And then Zach, or no, Sam Bennett roughs Zach Cassian. Zach Cassian went after Matthew Kachuk initially. And Zach Cassian somehow got <sighs> two minors for roughing of Matthew Kachuk. Served by Ty Ratty. Matthew Kachuk. And then, no, he got three. He got three roughing minors for two uh, minutes. No, he got three roughing minors just for roughing Matthew Kachuk. Two of them were served by Ty Ratty, and Zach Cassian got a misconduct. Ten-minute misconduct. He got, no, no, no. In, at 19.48 in the first period, he got four penalties. One roughing minor no, served no, no, two, no. for two minutes served by Ty Ratty. Another yeah. roughing minor of two minutes served by Ty Ratty. A third roughing minor by itself, and then a misconduct of ten minutes. Oh, yeah, by the way, Sam Bennett also got a two-minute minor for roughing. Yeah, mainly just because I'm pretty sure he just kind of stood up for him. He, he was there. It, it was, I, I mean, I, I love me smock. <laughs> I got to watch it back again because it was just, okay, so it's right off the draw. Zach Cassian's like, I'm going to mug you. Oh, look at him, just giving his rump and his bucket off, and Zach Cassian's doing his thing, and that ah, drops his gloves at him, and Sam Bennett jumps him, and yeah, I love good. Oh, God, the linesman went down. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, 
I love me some old 90s hockey. Just straight up going, hey, you know There's what? a reason why Calgary wore those sweaters. Because it was literally the 80s all over again. Just just watch this, Alex. It's great. Oh, I know. from suckers and watch the lines. I got <laughs> Sam Bennett just trucked over. Boom, gotcha. <laughs> Sam Bennett just trucked the ref. Oh man, that's where the roughing came in. It was it wasn't against the uh, the other team. No, it was just just against the ref. Two uh, minutes for hitting the ref. And then Zach Cass actually got a ten minute misconduct in the third period too. And you know it's funny. <laughs> in the words of old time hockey, two minute minor for molesting the official. <laughs> oh, man, that's old time hockey. It's an old, it's a PS4 game that probably had as much hay. As it's also called it's also no, it's called uh, Bush League or Bush, Bush League, League hockey or whatever. They probably had to change the name of it. Just for, I think someone probably. Copyright, call them or something. I don't know. Well, the, cease the, and desist. The term "old time hockey" is copywritten. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Well, which is funny. I think they were told that, but when they released the trailer. But nah. um, so here's my question with this, Alex. Here's my answer for this, Tyler. Are these rivalries kind of just? Yes, you know, Calgary. You know, when the Leafs were bad and Montreal was good and Ottawa was better than them, were these are these games kind of more or less? media hyped because there was i mean let's be honest edmonton and calgary calgary's first place in pacific and edmonton is not there i mean they've been this this isn't a comp this isn't a competitive thing this isn't because you have two good teams that are facing each other it wasn't this is it wasn't like the year edmonton made it this is strictly provincial it's it's yeah territorial it's you know we don't like you i don't like it's the same reason why that was what I mean, the Leafs are bad. We play Montreal. Okay, maybe we'll see some fight tonight because these two teams actually just will not like each other just because. It, it, it's Even though Montreal would come in and kick the snot out of the Leafs every single time. It's the it's the same reason why it used to – well, it used to be like this. The New York Islanders versus the uh, – The Rangers. Rangers, yeah. Even and when, then also the Rangers the, versus the Devils. That's why, like, when the Ra- when the Islanders, I'm talking. It was like, completely territorial. It I'm wasn't talking when it JT wasn't was the, when JT it, was drafted. It wasn't the matter of who's going to be first place. It was exactly, be, it's the matter of the we island. Are, will you shut up and let me speak for five seconds? Nope, you're taking too long. You, yeah, you want to keep the show moving. It's a matter of just proximity. So you have two teams in one province: Alberta, Battle of Alberta, Edmonton, Calgary. From the beginning, hate each other. You have one team that supplies the flames, and you have one team that is the flames. You're right. Even though uh, it's a recipe for disaster here. Yes, hellfire and brimstone. That's what happened in Calgary. And there's never going to be any water on the bridge. You want to know why? Because oil does not mix with water. Thank you very much. No, no it doesn't. Um, but besides that, any water uh, is this going to be like? Or is this going to be an all the time thing now? I, I'm. I'm our, I hope so. I mean, I understand. Okay, I'll be honest. Zach Cassing going after Matthew Kachuk. I mean, are we really surprised? I mean, anyone would go after Matthew Kachuk? Well, yeah, he's a little Spitfire. He's a, yeah. So let's say Spitfire for the sake of the for the sake of the explicity of this program. Correct. Move to um, But I just don't know. I, you want Edmonton to be good again, just so you can see these two teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Which is why, fingers crossed for us hockey fans, straight up hockey fans. That Kenny Hitchcock will turn this team around because earlier today you lose one game. No, okay, they didn't. Okay, it wasn't one game. Okay, but also at the same time, it's not McClellan's fault. It is a team it's, issue. You're right. It is putting then too why, much stock into stop. Hold on, single players. Todd McClellan this morning was fired 
earlier today was fired by the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, it was this morning. It was morning in Edmonton, I can tell you that. Uh, afternoon over here on the east side. But what I can tell you is this. It's the same thing with Joel Quinville. Joel Quinville has the talent. Unfortunately, he was given the wrong talent. Poorly managed team. Not poorly coached. Yes, Correct. Yes, they were losing, but... It's not the coach's fault. Well, the majority of the fault is not on the coach. That's what you're trying to say. It, it'd be like... it'd be like There's a, some... Yes, there's some getting the players to play for you, getting the team inspired. That... That falls on Quinville. That falls on McClellan in this case. However, when Peter Shirelli took over this team, all right, he's going to try to turn it into Boston. So what does he do? He gets a big right-handed defenseman that can't score for anything and is a second, third-pairing defenseman at best for the eventual MVP, Taylor Hall. He trades away Jordan Everly for Ryan Strom, who eventually flipped into Ryan Spooner. Uh, okay. Oh, by the way, Ryan Spooner got traded for Ryan Strom on Friday. We should have mentioned that before we got to this part. Yeah. Big one-for-one deal. Spooner, it's funny. So New York, the Rangers retained enough of Spooner's contract that it cost the Oilers the same, but it's for less term. That was the point of the Ryan Strom trade. Yes. And so moving forward, they lost the game, and here's the thing. The writing was on the wall that it was going to happen, but the consensus was that McClellan was going to stay because Peter Shirelli and Oilers management, Darren Dreger came out and said it, they're going to stick with McClellan. Let's be honest here. I trust Dreger. I th- Out of all the insiders we watch, <laughs> McKenzie and Dreger are the only two I actually listen to. The only reason, in my eyes, that McClellan gets fired is because right now it's fashionable. Your team sucks. Or so sucks, sucks enough. You're going to get a new coach. And you fire one boss, you throw another one behind the bench. It's fashionable right now. If... Well, here's the thing. I'm just saying this right now. If Joel Quinville and others do not get fired before uh, McClellan does, McClellan's still in Edmonton right now. And Hitchcock is not in Edmonton right now. You're right. and Just well, the same but, way and Peter, why Mike funny. Yeo is not in St. Louis right Mike now. Mike Yeo. Well, we'll get to him Whatever. in a second. We'll get to him in a second. Um, and it's funny because Hitchcock, he's retired at least three times already. He retired from Columbus. He went to St. Louis saying, I'll just kind of get Mike Yo into this job and I'll quit. And then he said, yeah, I'll go back to Dallas one more time and I'll quit. And now he's in Edmonton. <laughs> Hitchcock is Hitchcock is the the hockey version of Kiss. Re, end, end of the road tour, farewell tour, farewell tour, farewell tour. It's just going to keep going and going and going. Here's the thing about Hitchcock, though. It, well, it's the same way with Kiss. At, you, you retire and then you're just sitting there and then you get bored. That's the problem. That's why it's I, the, it's the reason why Don Cherry decided to do Hockey Night in Canada way back when because okay, no, he, he needed a job. Well, he was also retired and he was bored. No, he was he needed a job. Well, that too, but still. Um, but that's why, like, all the funny all the guys I work with, they're all retired guys who just don't want to sit at home. Exactly. Their so wives, like their wives must get to him, I guess. That's oh, why. Yeah. Um, but the thing is about Hitch is, is that Hitch, is Hitchcock married? Hitchcock's married. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. What was the quote I had? How from, old is this? So Kenny Hedge, someone asked him, you know, he's, he went to them today. Uh, Glenn Glutzen ran practice this morning. He's, he'll be behind the bench tonight against San Jose. Uh, Kenny told the players that, told the play, I said, quote, I told the players today that I can get them, get them to a place they can't get to themselves, but they have to buy in and it's not going to be comfortable at times, end quote. And now that's always been Kenny Hitchcock's style. That's why he's always been successful. He's end always, quote. Yep. I did say end quote. Um, that's why he's always been successful wherever he goes, Alex. Yep, and quote. Um, and 
let's be honest. You look at the record. They're 9-10-1. They've, yes, they've gone through rough stretches or whatever, and Miko Koskin is starting to come on, and that kind of helps out Cam Talbot. Maybe it'll push him to be better. And, and unfortunately, you're still trying to do this thing of keeping Leon Dreisaitl with Connor McDavid because Leon Dreisaitl has realized that he's only worth $8 million, $8.5 million if he's with Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's... it's William you play Nylander, with William good... William Nylander, we're talking to you. Um, you play with good players, you're gonna get stats. It just happens. It, whether it be an assist or a goal. Assist or goals, exactly. That's why dry saddles value is so high. And yes, it's good that the cap went up, so now it's not... It's only like a quarter of your team is wrapped up between two hockey players. But... Edmonton's there. Here's the thing: there is room for them to make a comeback. Let's be. Honest. I'm gonna look at the standings one more time here. Just see. Right now, I know it's very early, and I usually don't wait till Thanksgiving. But let's be honest here: Vancouver's at 22 points right now. They're sitting third. Edmonton's at 19. They're still close enough that if they win a few games here in a row, three out of four, four out of five, they'll be back into this. Okay, it's <sighs> it's not too early now. LA and St. Louis, just cash your money in and get the heck out of there. Be like Vegas. You're you're done. Well, eh, fake, eh, Vegas. Uh, I don't know. Vegas is a fringe team. What it is? Yeah, I would say. Well, but I, but neither say. I, there's plenty of time for this to change. No, there's not. Well, that's why I was it's coaching. not going to change. It's not going to happen. Hitchcock can do whatever the heck he wants. Hitchcock, I think, could really. Well, here's the thing. Hitchcock. The best he can he, do is tell these players that they suck. That they're doing poorly and, and that they need to whip, be better, and he will whip them into shape. That's what. That's why he, he, him, and Rick Nash. The only reason why Columbus made the playoffs that one year, and Steve Mason had a really good year too, I guess. But he made those players play better. He inspires players to do better. Dallas came this close to the playoffs last year with a weak Ben Bishop and Kyle Linton as your backup, as your, as your backup goaltender, yeah, and a strictly offensive lineup. And a not very non Hitchcock team, but he got them very close to the playoffs last year. Okay, or forty two wins, very so somewhat close. But well, here's the thing: he's going to he's going to make these players different. And I think with his style of play, this is the perfect scenario for Connor McDavid. It was the Scotty it's Bowman effect with Steve Eiserman. It's not going to work. It may not work right away, Alex. But if you give it time, yeah, yeah, it's not going to work right away. As in, it's not going to work this year. Well, I, you think they can get to the... I think they could... No. They, they're, Alex, they're close. They're close enough that they could make the playoffs. I don't think so. But if they... Yes, if they... You're right, Alex. They keep playing the way they do. You're right. They're not going to make the playoffs. I think... I think but there is time. That's I think why there's you do too many other teams that will push them out. One do of them really, being Calgary. Do you... Okay. Calgary is always a question mark because can't they go for 82 games? That's the question I will always have until I see it happen. San Jose? Yeah, they'll probably be there. Vancouver, how long can you ride the wave right now? They are under 500 in third place. How long will that last? <laughs> kind of like kind of like the thing that we're talking about next. Craig Berube has been named the interim coach of the St. Louis Blues because Mike Yo has been fired. Now, can what? we just can we just agree that the reason why Craig Berube is the interim coach right now is because Joe Quinville's he's still, recovering from a hangover. He's still in Chicago. Okay, so Mike Yo is the guy that came out and said his job should be on the line like a couple weeks ago. We talked about it here on the show. And right there is a vote of no confidence from Doug Armstrong. And Doug Armstrong did so much to try to get this team to be better. He went out of his way to to obtain Ryan O'Reilly and get guys. To, and, yes, you lost Carter Hutton. And it doesn't help that Jake Allen has not been good. Chad Johnson's been better, but he's only played a couple games. But 
St. Louis is just underperforming. I don't think it's the coach's fault. I don't. Well, I, mean, I guess you could. Well, in this case, you'd have to say it's the coach's fault because the team is. They have not met expectations. The coach said by himself. A long shot. He and he deserved to be fired. And guess what he did? Now there he was the, fired. By the way, what did I say? You said he did. Well, he believed he should have been fired, and he ended up getting fired. Um, and Doug Armstrong right now is looking for a permanent candidate, which could be Joel Quinville returning to St. Thank Louis. you! Are you all right? That's it. Just, that's just all you got? Us. Okay. That's it. And, and if Quinville goes back there, and don't, if you think if you're Joel Quinville, <laughs> do you think you want a break? <coughs> Heck no. I, I mean... Man lives to work. Well, here's the problem. Uh, Quinville's would have to get St. Louis would have to pick up his money. Yep. That's what would have to happen. And I think I don't think Chicago no, Chicago doesn't have to worry about giving them permission. Um <coughs> is that they fired him. You're right. No, sorry. Because they but they still they're still paying Chicago's still paying him. They have to give him the rest of his money. Well yes. And so <coughs> that's why I'm wondering if Colorado or Colorado St. Louis wants to pay for that. So that's what that's what intrigues me is is St. Louis going to really try to go for something right now? Is Joel Quinville really going for something right now? Do they want to spend that money for Joel Quinville right now? Here's the thing. You have two options here. Either St. Louis can get turned around right now if you sign Joel Quinville, or you just accept the fact that you're not going to make the playoffs this year. Right now. Because <clears throat> well, Greg Berube is not your answer. And you're not he, gonna, is, he is the Peter Horchuk of this team. And you're not going to hire another coach just to get replace him with Joe Quinville next year. They did it with Peter Horchuk. <laughs> That's why Peter Horchuk wasn't even a coach. He was just part of the staff. Yeah, and that whole situation was screwed up. But that's, was because, it not? That's, be, that's because they were going for McDavid. Yeah, and guess what happened? They got uh, Mark Nylander. Okay, let me rephrase that. Guess what happened, Tyler? What, what happened? Yeah, Babcock. They. <laughs> you want me to keep going? I can. In the sake of everything, just get Quinville. Get past yourself. Just, just do your job. Is it? Uh, I just. Uh, right now, it's fashionable to fire your coach. Marner, you, sorry, if, Marner was the draft pick they had. My apologies. <clears throat> Right now, it's fashionable to fire your coach and put somebody that they had won't do good. They got Nylander in 2014. For you. Anyways, um, oh sick! That's my birthday present. Hell yeah! We're ending the show now. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We gotta explain what's going on here. Kelly just walked downstairs with my brother's gift, and she it doesn't. She, it's wrapped. I'm so. losing it. No, I'm losing it. Oh no! Let it happen. More goal horns. Let it happen. Oh my gosh, you're breaking everything. Leave it. Yeah. Hate to burst your bubble, Alex, but you're not getting it until Saturday when we're actually celebrating your birthday. His birthday's on Sunday. Well, we're celebrating on Saturday. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 